0: Today's episode is sponsored by USB Memory Direct. USB Memory Direct has been providing custom USB flash drives and packaging to photographers and businesses for over 15 years. They offer over 50 styles of USB flash drives with a broad range of customization options, always ensuring that they have a drive that suits your brand and your budget. Whether you're looking for an elegant tool to deliver photos to your clients or a personalized USB business card to create brand exposure in a unique way, they have a drive that suits your needs. And for just being a Teeway listener, you can save 10% off your USB drive order by visiting www.usbmemorydirect.com and use the code T10 at checkout. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Tiwi Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the photo education and coaching site Tiwi Janae. Tiwi Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. I'm so excited about today's episode because I'm chatting with Lynn Purnell all about how to set goals for your business. I really wanted to start off the new year with someone who could help us dig deep, get clear, and figure out our goals for the next 3, 6, 12 months and beyond, and Lynn is just that person. A little bit about her before we get started is that she's a luxury wedding photographer, videographer, and educator based in the Hudson Valley of New York. She teaches workshops and courses to photographers and small business owners of all levels and has spoken at the Creative at Heart Conference, E3, many, many podcasts, And she's also the leader of the Rising Tide Society Hudson Valley Chapter and on the WIPA New York Committee. I'm so excited that she's here today. So let's get excited, you guys. Let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. This is our first episode of the new year, and I have a wonderful guest on the line. Lynn, can you say hi to everybody? Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. Thank you for being here today. I'm so excited to
1: be here. I love your show. I specifically love that you're like equal parts practical and woo-woo, which I feel like I'm the same way. So I've always loved your podcast.
0: (laughs) Oh, I love that. Yeah, definitely. I'm a little bit of both, a little bit of everything, but I'm (laughs) so pumped that you're here because... So I've known Lynn for a while and I use her goal sheets. for the last two years for my business. So when we saw each other, I think at engaged, I was like, you got to come on the show and you got to do this. And uh, here we are. So now you're, it's official.
1: <laughs> or maybe yeah, you were I'm in New so York. Excited.
0: Yeah. I can't remember where I said it, yeah. but I pulled you aside and I was like, you have to come on the show and here we are. So thank you for coming on. Yeah. I'm so happy
1: to be here. My pleasure. It's my favorite topic. So I will talk to anyone about goal setting anytime, any day.
0: <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's perfect. Cool. So today we're going to be talking about setting goals for your business and I'm going to pick Lynn's brain and we're going to get all deep into it. But before we get started, why don't we have you introduce yourself to our listeners? Tell us a little bit about you, your company and how you got started. Sure. So
1: my name is Lynn Pernil. I'm a photographer, videographer, and educator based in Hudson Valley, New York, so a little bit north of New York City, where, where it starts to get a little mountainous. Um, <laughs> I specialize mostly in weddings, proposals, and events. And I started my business quite a long time ago at this point now. I started shooting weddings in 2011 and then officially formed my business in 2013. So I can't believe I'm saying this, but as of this year, my business will be turning 10, which is just crazy to think about. Amazing. Um, Yeah, but actually when I first got into photography, I was mostly interested in fashion and beauty photography. So I had kind of like a little chapter of fashion and beauty. Um, I interned at the photo department at Harper's Bazaar and Allure magazine. I assisted some really great fashion photographers like Alexei Lubomirsky, who, fun fact, now was the um, wedding photographer or fashion photographer who photographed uh Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's wedding. Wow. So that was also kind of really symbolic for me that like the fashion wedding world were colliding. It was just, it was really cool to see. He's great. Really awesome. I mean, clearly his photos are amazing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that was like a really fun little chapter of my life. I thought that's what I was going to do. I thought I was going to pursue fashion photography. But then when I shot my first wedding in 2011, Everything just kind of clicked for me and I was like, "Oh, this is perfect." Like, I feel like I have the right personality type for weddings. I feel like I thrive on those high-pressure environments. I love to overachieve. I love to like save the day whenever possible. Um, and I love that wedding days combine every genre of photography that I've ever loved. There's like still life, portraiture, photojournalism, also a bit of fashion. So, it was just perfect. I loved it, and that's what I focused on ever since. And yeah, so
0: Hope to be doing this for another 10 plus years. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Congratulations. I feel like we have very similar timelines. Like I went into business yeah. 2010, incorporate uh, llc in like 2013. Um, yeah, and yeah. it's like 10 full years, 13 years doing it, which is which is awesome. So that's so great. And then yeah. how did you kind of delve delve into uh education? Um, so I think that was was
1: that 2017? I can't remember the year. Um, but I feel like just being a photographer, being like, you know, the only person in your business, a solopreneur, it kind of gets like a little lonely, like you don't have coworkers, you don't have anyone under you or over you. And then whenever I would talk to people at like networking events or people starting out, they would always just like, you know, ask questions. And like, as I'm answering the questions, I would just be like so fired up about it and feel so fulfilled, like sharing what I've learned. Um, so I, I think it was 2017 that I had my first workshop, and then since then, I've just been like speaking at colleges and schools and conferences and podcasts. Um, and I have a website and a blog and email list. So yeah, I basically, I, the education portion of my business is like the, the fulfillment side of my business. I, mm-hmm. I feel very fulfilled, like getting to share all the behind the scenes stuff with people who, you know, want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, totally.
0: I love that. That's awesome. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah. So today we're going to talk all about all about goals for your business. And I think I'm really excited just to talk about, you know, how people can start getting ahead and like planning for success. Um, I wanted this to be the first show of the year because I wanted everyone to have a good head start uh going into 2023 or whenever you're listening to this. But, you know, let, let's talk about, you know, how do you begin? Like, how do you set goals for yourself? You know, how do you set goals for your business?
1: Mm-hmm. So for me personally, that question, it's, it's a bit of a big deal around here in my household. <laughs> like you <laughs> mentioned, I have that goal setting workbook. Um, Several years ago, I want to say it was 2017, 16, 18, somewhere around there. I created a goal setting workbook for myself. I'm very like type A. I like things written out, you know, to look really nice. It was actually hand like hand drawn with a Sharpie. Um, And then I scanned it in and like so I could send it to family and friends and my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time. Um, and then as the years went by, I kind of refined it. I put it on my blog. Um, so people could download it for free and that's kind of escalated to this whole like tradition. Um, I know people like you will be like, Oh, I use your book. I use your sheets. Um, yeah. So it's like a whole, whole like yearly tradition we have. My whole family prints out the workbook. We all fill it out on our own time. And then we have like a day where we discuss it. So you definitely don't have to be as crazy about it as I am. (laughs) Um, But I personally like the structure. I know a lot of people are kind of like they have a love-hate relationship with the whole goal setting in January thing. Um, But I personally love it just because the whole rest of a year, the whole rest of our lives, it's like the rat race, the hustle, like we're all just like working on our businesses. And I feel like January is just, at least in my industry, in my life, it just tends to be like that slow dip, like the holidays are over, things are quiet, you're not like shooting or editing as much. Um, I just love... That it just it seems natural to like it's a, it's a natural time point for at least for me to just like sit down and reflect and like actually think about your goals and evaluate. And yeah, um, so I feel, I think that's actually the, the key part about all of this is the first step of the workbook and the first step I always use when I goal set is the evaluation phase. And I feel like a lot of people, maybe not a lot, but some people, the people who tend to hate goal setting are the people who probably skip that step because they just kind of like sit down, think about a New Year's resolution, and then that's it. Right. So the process that I recommend is a little more, it takes more time, but I actually think it's really fun, really like eye-opening. And I love it. I I really, really love it. It's like a personal therapy session every year. Yeah. So the first part of the workbook, um, it's all about reflection. So looking at last year's goals, Um, Even just taking a note of everything that happened, so good and bad, expected and unexpected, and then comparing what your intentions were to what actually happened and then learning from it. So it's not just about like being proud of yourself or like, you know, taking accountability for what you didn't do. It's about learning from it. So if something didn't go your way, why was that? So that next year you can kind of amend it so that doesn't happen again. Or if you were able to achieve something, especially if it was something like, you know, you went above and beyond or didn't expect you would reach, um, taking the time to take note. Like, why was that? Like, did someone help me? Was there a resource I used? Was it like a habit or mindset that I used so that you could replicate the good? So all of that, like backwards thinking is really, really helpful for all the forward action. Yeah, So that's the second part of the workbook. Mm-hmm. It's all about formulating the goals um, and then taking into account your values and vision for the year. So that's another big important part about goal setting is not just like, you know, I'm setting a goal and that's it. It's thinking about, okay, is that goal in line with my values? Is that goal in line with the vision I want for my year? And will working on this goal uh, mean that I'm spending my days doing what I want this year? So basically that's kind of what the workbook goes through. Um, it's like, there's basically like a different sheet for each um, type of category and some little prompts to get you thinking, and then you just kind of fill it out.
0: Yeah. No, I love it. I think um, I've been using it for, I think, two years now. And mm-hmm. last year I did it with my accountability group from my E3 mm-hmm shout out. And uh, <laughs> we all did it together. We spend about two hours on the phone and we would ask the questions and then we would take time and write it and then go over it. And it, I liked doing it in a group setting because people remember mm-hmm. other things that you have forgotten, right? Like, yes, <laughs> but, oh, didn't yes. here? didn't you want to work with this person? You had mentioned this before. And I was like, oh yeah, oh my gosh, I totally forgot. So it was nice to have like a group of people that I know and trust. And I know like, this is like, sacred, you know, it's like personal. So like, no one's going to be sharing it. It was really interesting because I had my, one of these crazy, like manifestation stories is like, I wrote down where I wanted to work and I wrote down like Mm -hmm. my goals for the year and like location, very location specific. And I think that's kind Mm -hmm. of one of the questions. And Literally the next day I got an inquiry for one of my dream locations and then I had booked that wedding and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy and I need to do this every year. (laughs) Like like putting it out on paper and putting it out Mm -hmm. in the universe and saying like you are ready for these next steps is such a powerful way to like let the universe and let yourself know that you're ready. You know, like you need to. Declare it and and to and to get it out and and to not keep it small and not keep it hidden and I feel like writing out your goals, no matter what they are, are really important. Like it could be like you're, if you're listening and you're starting out and you're like, I don't I don't know where I want to work or I don't know what I want to do. You know, it could be like getting my books organized, meeting three new plans this year. Like it could be really small. Or if you're someone who is like myself and Lynn who has been in this like ten years, it could be like dream wedding in Costa Rica or, you know, like who knows, but I feel like taking the time and writing it out, at least for me has been very beneficial. And I also um, couple this with the full focus planner. So like I'll write out my goals on the sheets and then I will put them in my full focus planner. And that keeps me accountable daily. Um, like I can't function without it. It's so funny. Like I, like I have really a big dependency on it now. So I I like putting the two together because then my goals are like easy to see every day. And I can like track the progress and cross stuff off when it happens. And and that, I don't know, do you find satisfaction in that? Like, you're like, I did it. And then you just cross it off. Oh, yes. I yes. I'm a big, like checking
1: things off is like a huge, like endorphin rush. Totally. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I'm like, yeah. Oh, what else am I going to put in there?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I love that. So That's I- awesome. I, I haven't, heard- I have to look that up. What was it called again? The the, plan- the um. It's from Michael Hyatt and it's called the full focus planner and they have a whole bunch of different ones, but I like the quarterly. So I have like a quarterly subscription and it com- mm-hmm. now they outcomes now once a year and you get four planners. And it's just like this, you, I basically will transfer my goals from the sheet, my big 10 goals from the sheet to the plan, the beginning of the planner and then like action steps. And what can I be doing actively to, you know, be on my way to get to them? And then I write out like my daily tasks and what I have to do. And then slowly, but surely like things start getting done. And I also. Maybe we can talk about like you don't have to accomplish your goal the next day, right? Like it can take right. a while, and that's okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely! Like goals come in all like all shapes and sizes, time frames, like. Again, like like I said, I'm a big like goal setting nerd. Like I love goal setting. So whenever anyone has anything bad to say about goal setting, it like it like really like hits home. <laughs> so I hear a lot of people like if they're cynical about goal setting. Some people are like, well, I don't have any goals this year. I I mean that may be the case, but I highly, highly, highly doubt that anyone doesn't have a goal. Their goal just not, might not be what they think society categorizes as a goal. Like your goal, I think people think goals have to do with like money, success, reaching big, like whatever, like whatever they think, you know, societal norms are, but your goal could very well to be like to shoot a few weddings a year, or like it it could be your goal to specifically scale back or take time for your family, or basically a goal doesn't have to be, you know, the stereotypical goal. It can be whatever you want. And if you're saying that you really don't have a goal, I, I have a hard time believing that because that means that you're just like giving up on life and that's yeah. it. like I, no, Even if you're, if it's, if you're, if your intention is to think small or to scale back or to be more restful, whatever it is, that's still a goal. Right.
0: Yeah. And like, yeah. I, we would challenge you to be like, well, maybe write down what you don't think you want to accomplish. <laughs> like, right. No, right. Maybe, right. It's if, just writing down. Like, well, I don't want to work 10 weddings. I I want to work Five.
1: Yes. You know, then right. If there's something strong on your mind that like you're cynical or resentful about, that clearly is saying something about what you want for yourself, what you want for your life. So yeah, Yeah. goals can be any, it can be and that's the whole point of the worksheets too, is like there's a page about values and your vision. So kind of like fill-in-the-blank questions and rank what um like fields of your life are most important to you. So like is it business, is it family, is it health, is it whatever. Um, and whatever is more important to you one year versus the other is completely fine. Um, they can be year long goals, they can be one week goals, they can be five year goals, whatever, whatever it is that you want for your life is completely fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and and I have to say, like, no one's looking at your sheets. Like, no one's judging you. Like, yes. you can write That's another whatever you thing want. too. Yes. yeah, we, we're giving it's not you about permission.
1: like winning. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, we're giving you permission to write. Like, I want to, you know, write one new email a week to somebody and introduce myself. Like, you, could, it could be really that tiny. Like, you, it could be whatever you want. And I, I love that. So, Absolutely. so when we're doing this worksheet or when we're writing our goals, however we decide to do it you know, how do you hold yourself and your business accountable? You know, how do you mm-hmm. personally maybe suggest keeping track or measuring your progress? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, so there actually is a section in the workbook um, when you uh, kind of whittle it down to your like major top goals. Um, there's a section. So for each goal, I like to ask myself, like, how will I track this goal? So how will I, first of all, when you write out your goal, you want to be able to measure it. So how will I measure this goal? How will I track my progress and who will keep me accountable? So I feel like it kind of differs like goal to goal. Like you might have a more business centric goal, and then that might be like a colleague or a, you know, industry friend who helps keep you accountable versus a personal goal. It might be like your husband or family or someone like that, um, And then my husband and I, we, when we're done with the workbook, we kind of keep it on the page with the main goals. And then we put that on our whiteboard in our kitchen. So we see it every single day. So we get constant reminders as we, you know, finish things, we can highlight or check them off. So that also gives us like a little boost of energy. Um, And then also in addition to the goal setting workbooks, I also have like a mid-year follow up sheets. Um, So in around like June or July, every year we do another sit down where we look at everything Um, we can kind of like track our progress. Um, if anything needs to be amended, we'll amend it at that time. Like sometimes at the beginning of the year, you might like think that your year is going to go a certain way, but then halfway through is a good, you know, time period to think, okay, are things like on track? Are they going the way I think they would go? Or if something, you know, unexpected happened or just, you know, the pace is off, you can, uh, you know, adjust your goals then. Um, yeah. I love that.
0: Yeah. I love that. So you do like a six month check-in. And then you have everything where you can visually see it, which I think is awesome. And like I said before, I use my full focus planner to keep myself on track. But I also Mm -hmm. had someone, a guest on Kelly McWilliams, and she had this big calendar um, that I got Mm -hmm. to have to fill out. But I was thinking of putting my goals so I can see them every day too, like just big. Like these are the things Mm -hmm. I want to work on too. And I think the more visual... You know, subconscious, <laughs> you can get about a goal. Yes, um, is very helpful because your brain, oh, is always working. Like I have said a million times, yes. I solve my biggest problems in the shower when I'm like relaxed, mm-hmm. right? Like when I'm washing yeah. my hair, I'm like, oh, oh, that's how to do it, and then it literally takes me two seconds. So I've had that happen numerous yeah. times. So I like sort of tricking my brain into like reading something and then it's just gonna whittle away in the background and, and kind of keep working for me. <laughs> Being sneaky yeah, with my yeah. goals.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I I so my husband and I have talked about this. When we eventually have kids, we're never gonna say to them, oh, what's the saying? Like, don't say your wish out loud or it won't come true. Like I feel like when we have kids, we're gonna tell them like when they're blowing up Their candles or whatever like that we are never going to say that in our house because I feel like the more you say things out loud both to yourself and to the people around you the more likely it is for it to happen so even just the fact that we put the goals in our kitchen and not our bedroom anyone who walks into our house like who's just kind of walking around they can read them and who knows what if they have like I don't know, a, a connection somewhere, or they like, I don't know, have something they can give you, or they can help you. They, yeah. People can't help you if they don't know what you're working towards. So I am a
0: huge believer, as public as you can be with your goals, both for yourself and for others, the more likely you are to succeed. That's really funny that you said that because that's what we do in our house. I have one daughter, Tilly, mm-hmm. and she's seven mm-hmm. and a half now. And for her birthday since she was little, you know, it, it's always make a wish, don't tell anybody. And then I said, no, no, you, yeah. need, to, you need to say it out loud. One, so we know what it is. <laughs> and two, you yeah, got to let the universe exactly. know. <laughs> yeah. You have to let people know what you want. Yeah. You know, what are you thinking about? Yeah. And um, that's how we did in our house. I love that you said that. That's so fun. Yeah. You got to make it happen. It's you it's good to hear. Out. I won't
1: be like the one mom that. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> the Now there's two, <laughs> <I'm glad. laughs> there's two of us. I'm glad. There's at least two. Good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So, so when we're looking at our goals and we're, we've we taken the time now, we've written them out, we're, you know, we've put them in our kitchen or, you know, we're putting them where we can see them every day, you know, wh- is there things that we should avoid, you know, are there too big of goals, you know, like, should we be realistic or, or should we just let our mind, you know, should we just dream big?
1: Mm-hmm. That's a really good question. Um, So I feel like it's kind of, it just comes down to a gut thing. So... You obviously you want to dream big. You want to achieve things. You don't want to play it safe. Um, it's a delicate balance. So I feel like the best way to try it out is just like write your you know goal out in a complete sentence, say it out loud. And then kind of reflect, like, how does my gut react when I say it out loud? Like, if you feel a twinge of like, oh, my God, can you imagine? Or, oh, my God, I think I can do this. Like, that is perfect. That's Mm -hmm. just the right amount of reach goals. Something that's like really exciting, feels kind of far off, but like totally possible. That's great. If when you say it, you just, you know, in your gut, like, you know, just in your own mind, like, oh, that's never going to happen. Like, you just write it like a pipe dream. Like, you even know yourself. It's not going to happen. It's just kind of fun to say that's too far of a reach. It has to be enough of a tease that like, you know, it's possible. Like it has to be physically possible. There has to be no obstacles in the way it has to be, you know, possible within the time frame you set for it. Um, another thing to think about is like prerequisites. So like, is there something you need to do before you can reach the goal? So you just have to believe and like truly honestly believe that it is possible and then it's perfect. It can be as big as you want, as long as you know that it is possible. That's right. great.
0: I love that. Um, and, and what if you other have other like a, Oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah. go ahead. I was say like, what if you have a really big goal, and um, would you re- see? I like to work backwards, right? So, like a mm-hmm. big goal, and then I like how you said, like the prerequisites. Like, what do you have to do to reach that goal? Like, would you map that out? Is that something that you would do?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. If I'm let's say I had a long time ago, I had a goal to like make a client guide, which required going through all of the weddings I ever shot to pick out pictures or like, let's say it's to create a new website First, you need to gather the copy and the images. So whatever like the end goal is, I would write out all of the prerequisite steps as goals in themselves because you can't just like skate right over them like they're going to be, you know, big tasks. So write down each sub goal as a goal first. Like if you're writing them in like a list, I would put the prerequisite goal first. Or if you even have to put the prerequisite this year and save like the major goal for later, that's fine too. But just yeah. you don't want to skip over the prerequisites. Like you want to, you know, treat them as an actual step.
0: Yeah. I love that. Perfect. And what were you saying before I cut you off?
1: Sorry. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so just some other, no, it's fine. Um some other red flags to avoid. Um I think we kind of touched on it a little bit, but Um, when you're writing your goal, I know you probably know the saying what you focus on grows. Mm -hmm. So if you have a goal to stop doing something or like getting rid of a habit or something bad that you want out of your life, your goal shouldn't be phrased as like, don't do this or stop doing this. Because every time you look at your goal, you're going to be reminded of that habit you're trying to quit and it's going to make it harder to quit. So like, let's say it's your goal to stop doom scrolling on Instagram then your goal could be uh, follow XYZ type of accounts and unfollow XYZ accounts. Like those are just like statements in a positive tense that you can do and you're not thinking about the negative that you don't like. Or if it's your goal to stop eating sugars, you can say eat more vegetables, healthy fats, whole foods, whatever it is you want to replace it with. So you're, you're thinking about what you're replacing it with and you're just completely ignoring that thing that you want out of your life. You don't even want to write it down. You don't want to give it any time of day. So phrasing your goals in a positive tense, not using Mm -hmm. negative words like don't or
0: stop. Yeah. That's That's awesome. That's a really good tip. Like you guys need to write that down. Excellent. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to do that. That's really good. (laughs) I always feel funny
1: giving that advice because the number of times I said, don't do this and stop doing this, it's just funny. (laughs) A little paradoxical. It's hard to say that advice without using the word don't and stop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then another one, which I Kind of guilty of this sometimes is we have a tendency to hedge our goals. So, say, like, I want to speak at this conference or this conference. I want to submit to this magazine or this magazine. You want, I know it's tricky because people can be indecisive or they just want to, like, you know, again, with the whole feeling like we need to win by crossing off goals, but you actually have less chances of achieving either goal if you spread yourself in two different areas. So, whatever it is that you want to go for, just decide on one and put all of your efforts and resources into that one. Otherwise, you're just going to spread yourself thin. It's just you're more likely to get it done if you pick one rather than dividing between two choices. So be decisive and commit. Put all of your convictions into one of the goals.
0: I love that. Would you want to, if you, let's say you don't want to do that, would you put one in priority of the other? Like, let's say you have two big yeah. goals for the year. You say, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. this one, I really have to concentrate on. So this will be my first goal. And then once that's done, mm-hmm. I can move to the second goal that I want to do. Would you do it like that instead of like working on them at the same time?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't mean that you can only have like one goal to the year. I personally have a whole list of goals, No, no I just. but if like- it comes to like, yeah, right. Like if it's like a conference or a blog or whatever, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Pick one give it your all. And once you've given that your all, absolutely, sure, go for the second one as well. But you don't want to just like work on one half of it and then work on the other half a little bit. Like you want to just put all of your efforts into one. And then that. when you're done, sure, you can move on to the next. Yeah,
0: yeah, I love that. And also sometimes when you're working on project a pro- so a solution to project B might come to the surface. You never know. <laughs> I feel like when you yes, that's rest your brain. Too. Yeah. When you rest mm-hmm. your brain in one area, like it works when you're not working and you're like, Oh, that's how I do yeah. it. Okay. I'll, I know this person. And I also like how you said, you leave your goals out in the kitchen because if you have someone come mm-hmm. over, you don't know who yes. they know. It's like, t- you know, six degrees of Kevin Bacon, right? Like somebody knows somebody. Yes, <laughs> yes they, exactly. They might be able to help you. I love that. I love that so much. Right. So, good. so you know, at Tea Janae, we always love to end each show with like tangible tips and real takeaways for our listeners. I think we have a whole bunch in here and like people probably have to listen to it twice. But let's like break it down. Like, you know, what tips, you know, do you have about goal setting, you know, like your top three tips?
1: sure um so i won't give i won't give it as a number i'll give it as letters if that's okay (laughs) um so whenever i'm giving like just like the fast breakdown of how to uh formulate your goals i like to use the acronyms um so one of them is super common i'm sure you've heard it a million times and the other one is one that i made up just to fill in a couple extra tips so the acronyms are smart and dope (laughs) so smart i'm sure everyone's heard of um it's been around forever So S-M-A-R-T, the S stands for specific. So you want your goal to be detailed and not too broad or general. M is for measurable. So when you're writing out the goal, you want to attach some type of parameter so you can measure when you get to the finish line. You want it to be attainable. So something that you have control over achieving. So not something that requires action on someone else's part. It has to be something that you have full control over. You want it to be realistic so kind of like we were talking about the reach goals you want to be able to be reasonably able to achieve it. So like we talked about just you need to know in your gut that it is totally possible. And then time based you want to attach some type of deadline or time frame to it. And then dope are the ones that I added on. So D stands for decisive like we were talking about before, not you know hedging your goals or saying or or either like really committing and sticking to one option. And then own, it should be your own goal. Um, so a goal that you feel motivated to do, something you feel pulled towards. So not something that you think society thinks you should do, or like your husband or your mom or your kids told you that you should work on, something that you actually want to do. Okay. If it's not some, you know something you feel pulled to do, it's just, it's not going to happen. We all know that. And then positive, like I said before, you want to state it in a positive tense, not something you don't want to do or something you want to stop doing. And then emotional. So I like to always attach an adverb or a feeling to the goal because that's kind of what it's all about. It's not just about like, you know, getting something done. It's about what we want for our life. And usually that comes back to the emotion we want to feel because of it. So for instance, if it's your goal to um, go on a hike every season or do something every month or whatever the case may be, let's use the hike example, If you just say, go on a hike versus enjoy a hike once per season, that's a totally different mindset when you're actually going to do it. So let's say you only said, go on a hike once per season. Um, Then you might there might be a lot of stuff going on or it's raining that day or whatever the case may be where like, you got to go on the hike because your goal sheet says you got to go on the hike. (laughs) But if you wrote, enjoy going on a hike, if you know that, oh my God, I'm not going to enjoy it if I go today, then that's not really accomplishing what you set out for yourself. So then just don't go. Go a different day. Basically, the emotion that you want to feel working on these you know, uh, tasks has to come back to the emotion that you set out for yourself. So I always, whenever possible, attach an adverb or some type of emotion to every goal.
0: I love that. Well, let's, let's go into that a little bit before I let you go. So mm-hmm. let's say your goal is to um, get your... Uh, books together right like you want your goal is decisive i want my taxes to be you know like i want my bookkeeping to be perfect or you know like bookkeeping to be done Mm -hmm. and then own it Mm -hmm. like that's something you can do and then what was p it was Uh, positive so positive positive so so positive tense Mm -hmm. and then you put an emotion so how would you like put that together like what would you say Mm -hmm.
1: so so like, what would the goal be to just like feel good about it or like,
0: yeah, like um, maybe um, I know we're doing this on the spot here, but I think it's helpful because I yeah, think no, be- like if, if absolutely, like yeah. if it's
1: your goal to um, get on top of your bookkeeping, because you want to feel like on top of your business or yeah. you know you knowledgeable or just at peace or whatever, yeah. then maybe it doesn't work well into the sentence. Maybe it can be like an after like a little asterisk or whatever, like, um, get on top of my bookkeeping so I can feel at peace about my business, or yeah. you know, whatever works for you, whatever
0: is part of the goal for whatever setting that. it. Yeah, so like working that into like your whatever your goal is, and maybe it's photography or bookkeeping, you know, whatever it can be. But I love giving an example of like how to do it. Like your, it's very helpful. Like I like putting the emotion in there because not everybody does that like emotions are really powerful you know what feeling do you want to feel maybe like doing your bookkeeping would make you feel at ease in your business right Mm -hmm. like i feel at ease knowing that my bookkeeping is taken care of um or that i've you know yeah i've done i've reconciled once a month you know obviously i'm doing taxes now and that's what we're talking about bookkeeping but (laughs) like that's top of mind yep But I I know the feeling. Yep. Yeah, but it could be, you know, your wedding photography business. You're like, you know, I want to feel at ease working with my clients, um, photographing their wedding. Like that could be a goal too. Like just making your clients feel comfortable could be something that you're working on throughout the year. I know for me, it took a while to find my own rhythm. You know, like with clients, maybe that's a goal for someone who's listening. So I feel I love this. You can just apply it to anything and everything.
1: Yeah, yeah. My mom a few years ago, um she was selling her business. She had a tea shop actually, speaking of tea, uh, um That's down cool. at the Jersey Shore. She was retiring. She loved her business. Like she put her heart into it for sure, but it was time for her to sell it. And her goal wasn't just to like sell the business, like that would have just been whatever. She wanted to sell it to someone who would appreciate the house and all of the work she put into like fixing it. It was like a historical house. She wanted like the business to go to someone who would really appreciate it, who would like use it and not just let it, you know, die off. So part of her goal wasn't just sell her business. It was sell her business in a way that would make her feel good that she passed the torch to someone who would appreciate all of her work. So like whatever your goal is, whatever the emotional point of the goal is should be part of
0: the goal. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Oh, dope is where it's at. It's dope.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dope is dope.
0: (laughs) I love it. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, Lynn, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for sharing your knowledge with us. I'm very inspired to do my goal. Uh, We're doing our goals next week. So this is very good timing going into it. So let's tell everybody. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Let's tell everybody how they can find out more about you, your services, get your worksheet, and of course, say hello online.
1: Sure. So my website is just my name, lynnpernell.com. So it's L-I-N-P-E-R-N-I-L-L-E.com. And my Instagram is also Lynn Pernell. And to get the goal sheets, you can go to lynnpernell.com slash goal dash setting, and then there'll be a link to go to the blog and then you can just download it from there. Awesome. Oh, and something new this year. There's, I made a goal setting prompts Instagram filter. What? So if you go to Instagram, yeah, I'm so proud of myself. I like played around with the whole like, I think it's called AR. I don't know. Yeah, I made a filter this year. I'm super excited about it. Um, I think you there's like a, a, a filter gallery somewhere on Instagram. If you just search for goal setting prompts, it'll show you the filter. You just like tap the screen and it'll go through a bunch of different prompts from the workbook and then it'll land on one. And then you just say your prompt or your yeah. answer to the prompt.
0: That's awesome. Oh, I'll have to try that. That's so exciting. <laughs> Is it saved in your profile? I know people can have that little like icon. Uh, if not, we'll find it. I, we'll, I think we'll, it should choose. be. Yeah, yeah. I'll okay. check. Yeah. yeah, it should be. It should be. Well, all these links will be in the show notes. So you guys can swipe one up right now. Click on the links. Get those worksheets and let Lynn know you listened to this episode. Thank you so much for being here. And I hope you come back real soon. And I'm wishing everyone a wonderful and prosperous new year. And thanks for coming on. Thank you. Happy New Year. it you guys I hope you liked today's episode I want to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to Lynn for being our wonderful guest today it was such a joy getting to talk to you I'm so honored you came on the show I'm obsessed with your um, goal sheets everybody can tell that now and all the links for everything are in the show notes so if you guys swipe on up right now click on those links Download those goal sheets and get to work. And I can't wait to see what the future has for you for this year. I know you guys are going to be really successful. So get excited. We have wonderful guests coming up for the whole year. Our schedule has changed. We're now going to be every other Tuesday um, moving forward for 2023. So just FYI, if you don't see us every week, but we're still here and you can always catch up on our old episodes. All right, you guys, I can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye.